1: No podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Hey, everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast coming to you live from New York City. The Big Apple. Um, I'm in New York doing some stand-up, having some meetings, trying to get some uh, TV shows made. Uh, And I'm about to make a phone call to little Brad Williams, who's about to embark, more importantly, on the journey of a lifetime. He's going to go to the World Cup in Brazil. He's going to have some fun, see some soccer. uh, And he's going to um, hopefully come back alive. Uh, So right now I'm going to call Brad and have possibly one final conversation with him before he leaves for Brazil, if he doesn't come back. So, Brad, please come back alive. <laughs> I wanted a document. Hello? Brad Williams. Brad is my name. <laughs> uh, So we wanted to get a little, uh, I know we talked about uh, getting a uh, phone call with you before uh, you left for Brazil, and, uh, and that's what we're doing, man, because you're leaving for the World Cup, in a couple of days yeah. you're going to Brazil South America for the first time ever um and yes this- I am and it's very good that we're doing this
0: and getting uh my thoughts about this because um from all I'm reading about uh I'm probably gonna die <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it's just but we have but we have a good plan uh I'm going with two actually three other guys and uh our, our plan is that if a riot breaks out or something, uh, my brother-in-law, Kevin, is going to throw me on his back, a la Chewbacca and C-3PO from The Empire Strikes Back. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be, <laughs> I'm just gonna be a backpack, and then uh, we're, we're going to run away from danger.
1: I mean, <laughs> I want to say that that's not a possibility, but... I mean, I've been reading stuff, too. Um, I also don't know how Brazil is going to respond to uh, seeing a dwarf. Do you know? I, I don't know either. I mean, not to, not to go like crazy to Star Wars references in the first five minutes, but it, it could be a scenario like, like Return of the Jedi where Secret geo goes to
0: uh, the land of the Ewoks, and then the Ewoks start worshipping as a god. Like, maybe, <laughs> like, maybe that happens. Maybe I just get off the plane, and, and, and they're like, holy shit, uh, this is, this is our creator, uh, let's give him all of, but let's make him God
1: of Carnival, and then I just get all the Brazilian ass that I can. Man, you better hope that the way to get out of Brazilian jail and or anal Brazilian rape is by is by dropping all sorts of Star Wars knowledge, because you know way too much. You know, what? I have said two in the first five minutes. Uh, don't be surprised if I, if, if I drop a third, third, or fourth. It could happen. <laughs> uh, how months. many how many games are you guys going to?
0: Uh, we're going to four games confirmed. Uh, two U.S. games, and then we're going to England play Costa Rica. And we're also going to go see
1: uh, Brazil play someone. We don't know yet. Uh, yeah. Now, and, does, uh, does Kevin from Kevin and Bean, uh, who's going with you, does he have any sort of hookups to get you to, down to any sort of the U.S. like onto the field or meeting anybody or any of that stuff? Or are you just going to be a, a, a normal citizen like the, like the rest of the people in the stands?
0: we able to get tickets early uh, because of some people that he knows. So that so that part was good. But the thing about this trip is we all joked about like all uh, how it, how we're all gonna die and all, and all that. But then as the, as the trip got closer, it got like pretty crazy. Um, like, well, for, well, first of all, I had to get a lot of travel vaccines.
1: Like what? You know, so. Uh, well, right now, I I have a bird band-aid on my arm because I just got vaccinated against, uh, yellow fever. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, now, you
0: get, uh, yellow fever is not just like, wow, I'm in Thailand and I'm really craving some Asian pussy. Uh, yellow fever is some, is some bad, some bad shit. <laughs> and, uh, so I had to get vaccinated against that, but, uh... but here's the good part is that right before the doctor is sticking me with the yellow fever needle she says oh yeah and uh have you had an hiv aids test recently and i said uh actually no i i I have not she says oh well uh this vaccine will determine if you have hiv or AIDS." and i said oh yeah why is that she said because then you won't have the antibodies to fight off the
1: Holy shit, man. (laughs) I hope I'm clean. (laughs) Um, Wow. So, this fundamental vacation could turn into just a disease filled uh, demise and slow crumbling of Brad Williams. I mean, we have. uh, I got the the yellow super
0: vaccine. I'm staring right now.
1: diarrhea and uh what they call travel diarrhea what the uh, fuck is that to... <laughs> Well, by the way
0: travel diarrhea was not on the Ponderous lineup and I was very disappointed <laughs> <with that.
1: laughs> travel diarrhea keeps submitting to festivals and keeps getting denied because they i don't know they go on too long and, and people say that they're they're um i don't know they're not solid
0: Uh yeah, travel diarrhea was explained to me that uh it's basically like regular diarrhea, but it just it just keeps going, and uh you could actually die from it because you get so
1: dehydrated. Oh my God, you could die taking a shit. Well, all right, that would not be that would that would be the most hilarious funeral of all time, by the way. Um, oh, I, 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 absolutely.
0: Like if I die hmm. of diarrhea, I hope that. Every person who speaks at my funeral has to you have to mention that. Like, well, for, well, first of all, there's the obvious, he died doing what he loved jokes. <laughs> 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 um, but there's just got to be more, and yeah, that, that would absolutely be, uh, be a necessity. And thankfully, I know so many comics that they'll all be writing sets uh, before they go up. So it's going to be great.
1: Now, now here's something to consider. If you go to these U.S. games and, and they win and they keep winning and there's shots of you in the stands, you're going to be a good luck midget for the U.S. team in the rest of the World Cup. And I think, like I suggested about you running out of the field during the halftime show at the Super Bowl, if they win a couple games and you're there, A... Someone's going to find out about it and, like, do a Kickstarter to get you to stay there so that, you know, financially so that you can continue to be a good luck charm. And, B, uh, I mean, then that's when we need to get these About Last Night t-shirts printed so that you really can run out of the field when we win the World Cup. Uh,
0: Well, I have a foolproof idea to get me uh, on TV because if you've been watching any of the games, you see that they frequently cut away to, um, uh, uh, to people in the stands based on their emotions about uh, what's going on in the game. Now, they've been frequently just showing hot girls. Uh, so, I've got, so I've got to beat that. I've got to beat that in the hot girl. I'm thinking, like, A, a Captain America helmet mask. Wow. That has to happen. And then B, uh,
1: stars on my nipples that have tassels. I mean... I have abs. There hasn't been an idea I've been so on board with since uh, since (laughs) since uh, since travel diarrhea was a suggested was a suggested form of death. Uh, Wow. Well, I mean, it's been a really exciting month. Uh,
0: Not 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 just month, but. uh, Couple of weeks of the members of the Outlast Pipe podcast because uh, I just did Honoru, which I'll i which, which talk about in a second. Oh and yeah, then,
1: that's right. So,
0: yeah, and then uh, going to World Cup, and then you just uh, you were in uh, uh, where where
1: where were you? Some country? Budapest. Yeah, you
0: were Yeah, you were Budapest, which is not just a Paul wall song. Uh, that it's an actual country. You were
1: you were shooting a movie there. Another uh, another Paul Feig Melissa McCarthy movie. Uh, also with man. also with your boy Jason Statham, uh, and Jude man. Law. Oh yeah, Jason Statham is one of the lead parts in it. Apparently he's hilarious. And Jason, the, uh,
0: Jason Statham's a lead uh, part in Melissa McCarthy movie. Oh.
1: I mean, let, let me tell you something. When you think comedy, you think Jason Statham. Oh man, apparently he's hilarious, dude. Apparently he's just so <laughs> game and so funny and loves to drink. So if you don't think that I'm going to go to this premiere with my one scene uh, in New York and London and fucking uh, try to um, uh, recruit Statham for the podcast, you're crazy. So Brad, as if you you needed more incentive to not die in Brazil, uh, you get to meet the guy who you, your only impression.
0: Yes, I get to meet my only decent. I asked you that. Now I'm wondering: is, is Jason really funny, or is it just everyone knows that if they don't laugh? He can kill them. Probably a little bit of both.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you have. When you're that uh, badass, you definitely intimidate people to just like y- y- be on board with everything you say. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, now, are you allowed to reveal your part, or yeah, not? yeah?
1: I mean, I I, I let it. I want it to just be a surprise. Uh but um okay. but I'm basically in the scene, it's you know, it's movies called Spy and uh Melissa, it's like a secret agent movie and she goes uh oh, excuse me. She goes uh out to uh oh, well, obviously it's a very entertaining movie if you're <laughs> If I'm yawning during the fucking synopsis. No, she uh <laughs> it's hilarious. It's Rose Byrne, Bobby Cannavale, Allison Janney, Jude Law, Melissa McCarthy uh, Jason Statham, uh, Michael McDonald, Michael McDonald, Amazing. Adam Ray. And my scene is with Michael McDonald, uh, our buddy in front of the podcast, and Melissa. And she's basically getting all of her gadgets before she goes out into the field from Michael, and I'm also in that scene. And that's all I'll tell you.
0: Okay, so but, are you like a cue, like from a <laughs> like, like the James Bond movies? Like,
1: like you create all the gadgets? Or like a I'm not the guy system? who creates them, but uh, I, I'm in the scene, and I, uh, yeah, you'll see. You'll see Memorial Day, Memorial Day, 2015. Uh, but you know, I mean, that's right, that's right around the corner. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But what that's uh, gonna do is, you know, I just shot an email to Alice and Janie about doing. Like Michael was saying that her and him doing the podcast together would be a lot of fun because uh, they both like to have a good time with uh, with the alcoholic beverage of sorts. I know. And. Well, uh, I
0: know. I had a lot of fun uh, with uh, that substance. Oh,
1: he had a, he had a blast. He had a, he had a great time. He wants to do it again, as does Paul Feig, as does Melissa McCarthy, who we will uh, start scheduling with uh, after the 4th of July. That is amazing. Uh, and then, after that, after I, I, you shot another freaking movie, you were at a bachelor party in the Bahamas? Oh, man. Then I went to the Bahamas. Well, first I went to Miami and went to Game 4 of the NBA Finals. Um, Sure. And that as was that was as you do. Sat third row, as you do, sat behind Mike Tyson, as you do. Uh <laughs> and if you look
0: oh, Okay, okay. All right. <clears throat> when Mike Tyson Mike, you're about to watch a basketball game. Mike Tyson sits down right in front of you. What are your thoughts when you see Tyson sit down in front of you? It's like do you ask him about boxing? Do you do your hilarious Mike Tyson impression? Do you ask him about pigeons? Uh,
1: what, what, what's your reaction? All great suggestions. I actually didn't even okay. see him sit down. We sat down, and all of a sudden, a camera comes up a row in front of me and starts putting it on him, and I'm like, oh, they're taping somebody in front of me. I'm going to do what I always do, like I did in high school, and I'm going to sneak my mug in behind the camera, or behind the person, and start making goofy faces so I can be on the Jumbotron. Okay. So I start doing that, and I'm making all these goofy faces and doing all this shit. And then all of a sudden I pull back and look up at the big screen and I see that it's Mike Tyson. So I'm like, oh shit, Mike Tyson's right in front of me. So then I start <laughs> like – then I start doing thumbs-ups like to the camera and pointing to him and like being this guy's great. And then uh, if you see on my Instagram, then uh, the camera – I found a picture on the internet where they snapped a picture of my buddy and I uh, smiling at the camera behind Tyson. But yeah, man, he uh, – He's a big dude. He was chowing down on a lot of popcorn. He also stood up, and you could see the outline of his dick. That guy looked like he was holding a baby in between his legs.
0: Wow. That that is pretty respectable. Because you can talk about a bulge, but when, when you have your pants tight and you can see the outline like your dick got murdered in an old film noir movie,
1: and it had, like, on the ground. Wow. Uh, Weir- weirdest, that- weirdest metaphor ever. <laughs> like your dick got I murdered did. in a film noir movie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think of a Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> like- I just want to see that. I want to see that. Uh, who's playing the detective in that movie? It's just that you get that music. And the guy opens the door and he goes, It was a Tuesday. The sun was out. My kids were off at day camp playing soccer or some shit. I don't know. I think my youngest kid is gay. Anyway, I was walking over to the crime scene only to find a dick murdered on the ground. Fully erect still. (laughs) Well, he died doing what he loved. He died doing what he loved. Travel diarrhea (laughs) through the dick. Uh, <laughs>
0: so that, weird. That, that's very impressive, and uh, big ups to Mike Tyson. Yeah, I mean, a a good dick
1: outline, Big ups to Mike Tyson. Yeah, it's something you don't get. The you know, it's uh, he gets a lot of press about other stuff, about biting people's ears off and stuff. But hey, why don't we why don't we highlight the good stuff? Maybe that's why we <laughs> forgave him. Maybe that's why we said, yeah, you know, you
0: bit the guy's ear off. Uh, your crazy master. You threatened to uh, eat the children
1: of of Lennox Lewis. Uh, you got a big dick. Fail so pass. He really did threaten to eat children, didn't he? That's you. That's crazy that 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 we have forgived that those some comments and things that are done. That, but that's that's why we live in a day and an age, a day and age of so much crazy shit happening that. Everything gets trumped the next day by something else that's crazier. That's why you can say you're going to eat somebody's kids on live TV after you bite somebody's ear off, dude. The guy who ate the face in Florida, I mean, he Um, was famous for a week. He was famous for a week, and then the Malaysian plane got lost. I mean, you know, not those weren't as close together, but that's like that's what happens. I'm I'm looking at CNN.com. I was reading those. Those headlines when we had Adam Devine on, and I'm looking at CNN.com again. Here's some of the top stories, ready? One cent stamp, one cent stamp sells for nine point five million. Tycoon offers cash to US poor. Should you pierce a baby's ears? Japan Japan bans possession of child porn. Twitter bio could cost NFL or five mil. Nun sues strip club neighbor. Kardashian pursuing music career question mark? I mean, where where do you start? There's so many damn options. I mean, it's like these Uh, are the top stories. DMV tells teen to remove makeup. Paralyzed Olympian, quote, I said goodbye. Jesus. (laughs) I mean. Yeah, uh, no wonder we love being distracted by sports. And you know what it's going to be come uh, post-World Cup? Midget helps US win first World Cup in years. <laughs> that is that is definitely gonna happen. And when the and when the US does win the World Cup,
0: they will raise the trophy and then uh, also Clint Dempsey will raise me like Simba in the King.
1: Do you realize how incredible that video would be? People would like parody that all over the place. Listen
0: on youtube with uh a bunch of white people in a boat and the song turn down for what by Lil john is playing in the background and right when Lil john says turn down for what all the white people fall over at at the same time because the boat hits some really rough waves that has over eight million views on youtube if white people falling on a boat has eight million views. How much does uh midget Simba reenaction How much does that get? It own the internet, out of frame. Oh my own god! It.
1: That's incredible I mean, that it I, has that many.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know the TV show at midnight on on, on Comedy Central, the so, so winner gets the internet for a night, but. If we put that video up, we just own the internet flat out. We could bring back two girls, one cup. Could you imagine the power that you and I
1: would possess? It's wow. Insane. Well, then you have a job to do. Don't just enjoy yourself, but be looking for opportunities to get onto that field. Yeah, right. I will. Uh, uh, have you? Let me tell you real quick though. Have you ever been to the Bahamas? Uh, I have not been to the Bahamas yet. Um, let me just tell you something. I turned 30. I turned thirty. It was an amazing time, right? The uh, Bahamas, it was. we had a, a private house with its own little beach and, and, and a screening room, and, and we smuggled a bunch of weed in, and it was great. And we, we got high and jet skied, and I had amazing meals from this private chef, and we uh, we uh, watched Jurassic Park in the cinema room, and we went down to the town and got drinks. What, who is this guy you know? Were you a sex friend? What happened? The things I did with my mouth. Nobody will ever find out about. Uh, let's just say... Let's just say they nicknamed me Squeeze It. Because <laughs> the... Alright, anyway. Uh, so, I... Uh, we're, we're walking around stoned after we Jurassic Park in this giant screening room, right? And there's like a lot of like... It looks very much in the dark like Jurassic Park. This like house we're staying with all the hills and the trees and the bushes. And also we hear this weird bird in the corner of the bush, kind of making this weird noise. And one of my buddies like, oh, I saw this bird earlier. It's kind of a giant bird, like some weird beach bird. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know what the fuck that is that you're talking about, but this kind of beach bird sounds like, you know, probably what they were describing a velociraptor as before they figured out what it was. And uh, also, we just watched this movie that kind of looks like it's taking place in our backyard, and I'm high as balls. Let's get the fuck out of here. So then my buddy's like, no, 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 come here. Like, it's, I think it's right over there. We start walking towards this dark corner of the, uh, of the lawn into, like, these bushes. And then he goes, hey, I think I see it. And I see a shadow, no joke, like puff its chest up. And then I hear, ah, ah, and I went, ah and turned and sprinted inside the fucking house faster than I've ever run in my entire life. If I had been racing anybody from Kenya, I would have beat them. And that, and, my, and my birthday, I, it struck I, – I was 32 for only 10 minutes and and basically learned that uh, – that's the thing, man. You think you're invincible when you're a kid. When you're a kid, you're like, I'm going to ride down that hill on my bike because I'm a kid, you know, and when you're – and I and nothing happens when you're a kid. And then you're in college and you're like, I'm going to drink 25 beers tonight because I'm in college and God wants me to experience this time of my life properly. And then – You get to be older and you start realizing you have certain fears and you realize you're not invincible because some of these fears you discover are presented to you in weird ways. I had no idea that I was afraid of the sound coming from a dark corner of bushes, but turns out that that is maybe the most terrifying thing to me. I think I think coming face to face with a shark would be less scary than that fucking sound. It was like. I mean, you know, unidentified bird sounds in the dark.
0: Well, Adam, here's the thing. Is, now I know, now I know what our new safe word is going to be. <laughs> the next time, the next time we're going at it and uh, and you're and you're, and you're going a little too hard, I'm just going to bust out a little, and just like, and that, that's when you know you, you cross the line, my friend.
1: <laughs> Yeah, it was not the, I mean, shit, man, it's 30, 32, it, it definitely, also I was playing basketball in Miami at the hotel where we were staying at, and I pu- and I pulled my back, and I was like, oh, Jesus, man, and I'm feeling better now, but it's still not 100%, but I'm like, Jesus, man, it, the timing couldn't have been worse, because 32 is not old, I don't feel old, I feel great, I feel like what's going on, I love this part of my life, but, you know, when you have little injuries like that at this point in your life, it does make you go, Oh, yeah. I'm not 22 anymore. Right. Yeah,
0: uh, absolutely. Uh, When when you just wake up and you're like, oh, I can't just wake up and run out of bed and then go outside and fucking start running. Like, I have to stretch.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but you don't stretch. I don't stretch. Do you stretch? No, I don't stretch. Oh, God. Supposed to? Supposed to? I literally jumped into uh, into a four hour game of twenty one and horse without like I think these stretch it was like the half ass stretch you do when you get out there and you just kind of like you know you turn from side to side and do like a fifteen second leg stretch and then I was like, all right, here we go. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you look like you're in
0: one of those 1920s fitness video when they were smoking cigarettes like while while they were working out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just kind like, of like, oh yeah, that, I'm good. I've done. I've done this weird move my hands in a circular motion thing. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm good to go. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're fucking thirty now. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shit, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe that's our T-shirt. I, 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 we just have a shirt that says you're fucking thirty now, and it's about last night podcast,
1: and, and that and that reminds you stress before you do anything. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's not a bad idea. I mean, it, I, I will only make that shirt if my shirts that I've already ordered, Brad Williams, rest in peace. Uh, if if I don't have to, if I don't have to wear that with just you uh, sitting on a soccer ball. No, it's you, it's you flying through the air towards the goal in Brazil. There you go. And a goalie uh, is jumping to stop you, and you're you're on a cape, and you're holding a ball. And you're flying into the net.
0: Uh, are you still on that weed
1: that you were on in the Bahamas? Because that sounds like you only <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man. <laughs> what I do in my personal life is none of your goddamn business. <laughs> that, that is absolutely true, my friend. Uh, uh, by the way, I'm going to yeah. see uh, Dave Chappelle tonight at Radio City Music Hall. No shit. Yeah, a buddy of mine uh, was able to score me some ticks and uh, and uh, and I'm going. That, that, is, that is
0: amazing. So, that is great. Uh, he, is, he is the true master. Uh, I, and, uh, yeah, I, wow, that, that's going to be cool. Hey, it, it, it's weird because we, like, you and I have both been doing stand-up comedy for a while, and every now and then, you know, we like to pop our collar a little bit and go, hey, we're pretty good at this job. Yeah, we're you getting know, pretty we good, yeah.
1: get good reactions
0: from the audience whatever. But
1: then we go out and you'll see a guy like Chappelle or Bill Burr or Tim Jeffries oh, or yeah. whatever, and <clears throat> you just see them go, oh, wait, I suck at this. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not good at all. In fact, I should stop doing what, what I'm trying to do or just start uh, and start working for that person to make sure they continue to be great.
0: I should just I should just hold Bill Burr's notepad on, on the top of my head yeah. and then
1: let him write down shit. Yeah, that's, he, that's, that's all I'm worthy of. Yeah, Chappelle's, <laughs> Chappelle's always been my favorite. He's uh he's a he's a god to me. We both saw him in Montreal and and uh, yeah. I mean it was incredible. Yo, all right, tell me about Bonnaroo before we get off here. Okay, uh, Bonnaroo was amazing. Uh, for those who don't know what. Well,
0: essentially the Coachella, Lollapalooza New Year Festival uh, of Tennessee. And they have, it, it's in this farm that's out in the middle of nowhere, and uh, they have music there, and they, and they have comedy. So I got to be in the comedy tent, uh, which was an amazing honor. got to uh, do shows with Craig Robinson and T.J. Miller. And uh, here's, here's someone that I've never seen people that I've never seen before. I don't know if I've ever seen a reaction this big. The, the, the girls from the show Broad City. Oh, yeah. 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 <clears throat> Tommy Central. They, uh, I do a show with them. They walk out on that stage, and I swear to you, Adam, it was like Bieber just walked on stage in front of a bunch of seven-year-olds. The, the people went nuts for them. And their, and their fans are just ridiculous. And, uh, it it was just, it was was a rock star's welcome. Uh, and the girls could not have been nicer, could not have been more humble backstage. So, uh, they they didn't pay me to say this, but I'm going to just go out there and say, if you haven't checked out Broad City, uh, Broad City on on Comedy Central, by all means, you should absolutely be doing that. Uh, but yeah, and then also our buddy, uh, and former About Last Night podcast guest, uh, Taryn Killam was there. Nice. And, uh, one of these guys, he's never not funny. I didn't, to quote Jimmy Pardo, he's he just, he, he's just always good. I was talking to him for less than 15 seconds before he busted out a Harappa the Rapper
1: reference from PlayStation. <laughs> oh that man, one. that's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he, 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 was, he was phenomenal. He, he was talented.
0: Doing these comedy shows is that I was only working 20 minutes a night. Then I got to go and see bands. And, uh, Adam, I'm not going to lie, Lionel Richie was on the lineup. <laughs> and when he
1: performed Hello, I got a little tear in my eye. <laughs> nice. Nice.
0: Some of the comments were talking about this. How cool would it be to be Lionel Richie and have, and have the ability? If I, were, if I were Lionel Richie, I would enter every party, every room, and, and just say, Hello? And just sing it just like that. Did you know you just made someone's life?
1: Oh, yeah. he's That song has uh, changed the course of history. And the melody, and I mean... I've seen you in my a thousand times. 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 I've seen you thousand times. A 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 thousand times. i right. right, oh. See, if only I. If, if only, see, that's my problem. I got to learn the words to songs because I fantasize sometimes about being at concerts. Like if I was at that concert and all of a sudden in my head, I would create this fantasy scenario where he would look down and go, Hey, I see this kid singing along with a lot of passion. Come on up here and join me. And then I didn't know any of the words. And I literally just sang, "Hello." he's like, Whoa, whoa, dude, the fuck are you doing? You're butchering my tune. All of them, man. How was Craig Robinson? Uh, yeah. Craig was great. He's got his band. And they go nuts. But someone that should have
0: been in the comedy tent who wasn't, he was actually playing the main stage for 90,000 people, uh, Kanye West. Oh my Kanye God. should be in the comedy tent. Why? Because you he would hear one song,
1: and then he would bust into a rant about whatever the hell he was ranting about. Oh my God, are you serious? And yeah, and people start booing
0: and people started walking out and, by the way, when he's performing, when he's actually doing his songs, incredible. Absolutely incredible performer. Unreal, like, I don't care if you like his songs or don't like his songs, you got to respect just the performance aspect of it. it. It's insane. It's crazy. But then, you go to the rants and, uh, he, he talked about uh, how uh, he's, he's the modern, he's the new Shakespeare, like he's
1: just as good as Shakespeare. Oh my God.
0: Uh, yeah. And then my favorite part is that he referenced something that happened back in 2008. 2008, he was also a autorist, but he was supposed to go on at 10 o'clock, went on at 4 a.m. So, supposed to go on at 10 p.m., it was like four AM and pissed off a lot of people to where they spray painted fuck Kanye uh, on all of the walls and all and all over the porta potties. And Kanye heard about this. And he actually said, I just wanna say, before I go on the next song, I saw what you guys spray painted on the porta potties back in two thousand eight. And I just wanna say fuck porta potties <laughs> What? In
1: front of 90,000 people Oh, man. Well, in his. And you tell me. <clears throat> in you his, tell me, that guy should be in the damn comedy He's I mean, I guess, but for the wrong reasons.
0: Absolutely. Uh, yeah, his rants were great. Uh, at, at, at one point, uh, he started complaining that he wasn't booked as the Super Bowl halftime show
1: when he should have been both of the Super Bowl halftime show Jesus uh-huh. Christ man just using 90,000 people as a therapy session Yeah. Dude that's yeah. that's I mean, insane man he's I mean whatever dude guy's talented but I mean you know that's what scares me about like although it's just you know I don't know maybe maybe the rap world is there in the comedy world where he feels and also you know uh you know we haven't grown up with the same types of struggles and uh and uh you know uh historical um you know happenings that would maybe make you bitter in a certain fashion towards a certain group of people uh, so maybe I just I don't know to get that to where you get that famous and that big and have your ego blow out your head like that to where you're just using every form as I've heard him speak man he's he's you know he's not He's articulate, and he's, he definitely seems like a smart dude, but I think he just, he seems like he doesn't have a filter, and he's like, if I feel like saying something, I'm going to say it, whether I'm at a fucking PTA meeting in front of six moms, or I'm in front of 90,000 screaming teenagers.
0: Yeah. Uh, he, he, he's definitely one of those guys where I, I don't think he'll ever be happy in his life. I mean, Jesus, uh, well, yeah, that's... he's got, he's got all, all, all the money, all the fame, all the talent. And yet, it's not enough. He's complaining why he's not doing half that show. At one point, he yelled out, "Shit, man, should I just stop my show and put on a Bruno Mars CD?" And when when he said that, a couple of the audience members, like many of us, were kind of looking at each other like, "Well, at least the fucking Bruno Mars CD is going to stop in the middle of the song and then talk to us for 15 minutes." So yeah, maybe put on a damn Bruno Mars That's CD.
1: But, but. Wow, that sounds like a whole other level of crazy. How were your shows? You posted an Instagram picture with a dope crowd behind you, and it looked like a lot of fun. It was. Uh, the crowds were amazing. They were they, like this. They, this comedy tent held about nine hundred people. Oh my and, god! Uh, and it was packed for every show, and it was quiet. And, I mean, it was conducive for comedy. It weren't like you couldn't hear bands a couple day a couple moments from you. No, you couldn't, and uh, it, it, it was air conditioned, which was nice
0: because it was, you know, ninety-five degrees and humid in Tennessee. So a lot of people, I don't care if they just came for the air conditioning, because they, they still saw a comedy show and they still saw great
1: comedians. Uh, Rory Scovel, uh, I did a show with him, and he he killed it. Uh, He's so great. Just, It's a great comedy um, crowd. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it was, it was a phenomenal comedy crowd. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like Norm McDonald uh, right now. But you heard you heard it here first, kid. Go check out <laughs> <laughs> Uh That's awesome, man. And you, you had a great. I mean, you uh, how do you how do you rate th- that set amongst your other sets where you crush? Like, was this like Montreal wow. Dirty Show crush, or was this like harder?
0: was up there, right up there in Montreal, just it's always nice when you see like a new audience. Like, cause, uh, it's always nice when people are, you you can see people that, uh, discover you for the first time. They go, oh my god, I had no idea who this Bradley guy is, but now I like him. And then, uh, they would start following me on Twitter and and say things there. So, uh, it was was really entertaining and really humbling and really just a cool on a show like that, that 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 made great comedians and really talented comedians and some, and some people that I didn't even know did stand up uh, Saturday Night I was, uh, uh Sashir Zameda was there oh yeah I
1: was just on a show with her last night in New York yeah she's hilarious uh, I didn't
0: know I, I didn't know she did stand up and she does and she's hilarious
1: Yeah, so it was great so funny so and so, oh, one thing about these festivals is that when we're on the road Headlining,
0: we're meeting like the local uh, features and the local openers, which which is great in which is great itself. But we're not we're not hanging out truly with like other other headliners at the moment. So this so this festival allows us all to kind of come together and see what see what each other's doing and uh, really gain some respect and uh, and uh, some perspective as well. Because yep. Yeah. there's hey, I see Craig Robinson play a uh, song on the piano about shitting his pants
1: and I go, you know what? I gotta step my game up. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I'm, uh, that. how much of those kids were on drugs? Like, were you seeing any sort of weird tweak out moments? Oh, uh, there was a guy filming drugs there, by the way. Like, pretty much all the drugs. Whatever, whatever drug you wanted. Oh, man. Did you get any um, cool, did you get any cool uh, comedian pot smoking circle?
0: to Elton John because Elton John was there.
1: You and who? Uh, I'm, I
0: don't want to say because I don't want to incriminate anybody. But uh, yeah, it was uh, the, and, and it was a fat joint too. So when you smoke a fat joint and then you see Elton John come out in a rhinestone robe that has Rocket Man on the back, you're like, look at the guy like, maybe huh, he really is the Rocket Man. Wow. <laughs> Trip, uh, I posted a, a video on my Instagram of me singing along to uh, to, to a Tiny Dancer. Tiny Dancer, I and,
1: saw that. That was amazing.
0: Yeah, and I'll be damned if I didn't have a if I didn't
1: have a little tear in my eye listening to Tiny Dancer live. It was great. I mean, Elton John seems like he just brings it all the time. Absolutely. Uh, I, uh, and, and he just knows
0: he knows what he's there for. He knows what the people like. He closed on freaking. Croc-
1: uh, you, you broke up there, so it sounded like you said "Cock rock.
0: Oh, well, I mean, that, that was how he opened. But he closed <laughs> on uh, the song Crocodile Rock. Yeah. And that has, you know, 90,000 people screaming out, Wah! Oh,
1: my God, what was that like? <laughs> I felt like I was in a Barney sing-along. If it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so who was the really tweaked-out kid you saw? Uh, he was next to the, he was next to the tent. You sure it wasn't you looking, you sure it wasn't you looking in the mirror after that fat blunt? Uh, okay, maybe. Uh, but he was next to a tent,
0: and he was like, the tent had these red spots on it, and he was trying to go, like, he was trying to go inside the red spot, like, he was digging into it. Right?
1: Okay. Like, you know, in Who Framed Roger Rabbit? They had the uh, the tombs
0: had that portable hole. Yes. And he'd randomly, just have a, a black hole. I guess he thought the red spot was that. Like oh. he could just like he was punch tr- his <laughs> fist.
1: <laughs> he was trying to go through these holes.
0: Yeah, like he thought. Well, it's a red spot, so maybe if I punch my fist through it, I end up in like China or something. Like it was nuts. He, he, just, he it was insane, and he uh,
1: he was trying to like swim through the red hole in the tent it was up. holy
0: shit and uh we all we all looked at that and thought well I don't know where he got his mushrooms but I'm gonna try to get a name <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's
1: awesome that seems like uh one of the main reasons for me to go to a festival obviously to enjoy the uh the uh the acts that are performing but like I bet you it's almost like going to the airport and people watching you get to see the best tweaker watching uh Probably any uh, scenario uh, Absolutely. that's out there. Well, I hope that whatever Brazilian food you eat do not give you uh, travel diarrhea. I hope that whatever Brazilian women you eat do not give you travel diarrhea. And I hope that, uh, that the shot of you running onto the field is captured on a GoPro camera. And uh, and uh, and go USA and go Brad Williams. While we're at it, go USA and go Brad Williams are my gonna be my hashtags during the World Cup.
0: Yeah, well, well, done, sir. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's gonna be a blast. But don't worry, fans. We we still have podcasts that we're going to release. We uh, we back did a few, so uh, we got we got ready to go. And then we have an incredible lineup for when I come back, with, oh, yeah. when I survive Brazil, and uh, and return as the conquering hero and the new mascot of the official United States Men's Soccer Team. We have some great guests lined up. So
1: yeah, uh, hey, don't die. My podcast goes onward upward. Brad, don't die, because you—I mean, if anything, you got to come back to meet John Stamos. Yes, I
0: would come back to
1: confront my old nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if that—if you have any incentive to not get uh, kidnapped and traded for some sort of jewels. If I'm like, if I'm bleeding out on the sidewalk, those will be my last words, like... Have mercy? Damn you, <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> as you, oh man. Well, let me take this moment to tell you how much I appreciate you as a person and your friendship over the years, and... uh and uh, you're just, you're one of my best buds, and I love you, and, uh, and you're a great comic, and a great great uncle, and a great son, <laughs> and, uh, and you've got a great ass, and uh, you, you always smell great. I'm trying to think of other things I've never told you that I'm just trying to tell you right now. Um, listen, listen, you, you, you have a great ass. <laughs> oh man but, uh, in in in, Midget, in, in, Midget, in Midget uh, Maguire, that that's the
0: that's the line <laughs> all right and, uh, and I I know I did it on Twitter but now I'll do it officially uh happy belated birthday sir uh welcome to the land of 32 and uh, yeah hopefully by 33 the about last night podcast will be a national
1: it's up to you, Brad Williams. Do your job in Brazil. USA! USA! USA. <laughs> Don't die, buddy. I love you.
0: If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Sleischinger, slicing. been friends with her for 10 years,